Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so very thankful once again to be with you on the program, Watch Therefore. And we're getting ready together to go to a place that's so special. It's close to the Dead Sea. It's called En Gedi. And I was reminded as I went there, this is a place you can put down your cell phone, your computer, the distracting gadgetry that's all around us, and get back to remembering who the Lord is who Messiah Jesus is for us, who our Father in heaven is, who the Holy Spirit is in us, and who we are to God. And this is such a special time that we don't want to miss. And this is an opportunity to be reminded and instructed and blessed and even more. Pray with me as we get ready to go together to Engedi. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus' name, Please bless every viewer who's watching right now. And, and by your Holy Spirit, prepare us now to go together to Engedi. We thank you, Father, where two or more gathered in your name. Here you are in our midst. And, and though the devil is c controlling so much of the airways, we know you are in control, Father, over everything. And you can use these airwaves right now to bless your viewers and to remind us who we are and what we have in you in Messiah Jesus in this dry and thirsty land of a time where it seems like there's no water. You are a river of life. You are a pool of grace and mercy. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed by this special time we have together at Engedi. Dove Schwartz here in a very special place. We're in an area of the tribe of Judah's inheritance, very close to the Dead Sea, a very dry, arid wilderness of a place. And I'm going to give you a little bit of history and geography from the scriptures. First Samuel, then David went up from there and dwelt in strongholds at Engedi. Now it happened when Saul had returned from following the Philistines that it was told him, saying, take note, David is in the wilderness of Engedi. Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men from all Israel and went to seek David and his men on the rocks of the wild goats. And Gedi means spring of the wild goats. So he came to the sheepfolds by the road where there was a cave. And Saul went in to attend to his needs. David and his men were staying in the recesses of the cave. 
Then the men of David said to him, This is the day of which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand, that you may do to him as it seems good to you. And David arose and secretly cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Now it happened afterward that David's heart troubled him because he had cut Saul's robe. And he said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David restrained his servants with these words and did not allow them to rise against Saul. And Saul got up from the cave and went his way. David and his men are hiding in a cave. There's caves all around me here where I'm sitting right now. David hid in such a cave with his men. Saul had raised up 3,000 choice warriors to search for David and kill him. Saul goes into a cave to relieve himself. David could have defended himself and legitimately, in the eyes of many at least, killed Saul there. But he said, no. I'm turning this over to the Lord. David had been anointed to be the next king, but he said, no, Saul is the king now. The Lord raised him up. The Lord will bring him down in his own good time. And he turned it over to the Lord. What a message for us. And there are many points of insight and faith deepening opportunities we have here at Engedi. Before we hear from more of the scriptures, first it may be helpful to get a visual of some of the landscape that surrounds Engedi. As I mentioned, the Dead Sea is close by and it certainly doesn't provide drinkable water. There's very little drinkable water for miles around Engedi and the Judean wilderness and barren hills surround this refuge oasis. In a future program, we'll focus more on the springs and pools of Engedi, and there are a few glimpses of them we'll show you today. But for David, along with the water, Engedi provided a place of refuge. David teaches us what we must all do. He writes about how he trusted the Lord to be his cover, protection, refuge. And so we're going to look at this psalm that was probably written here in this area, Psalm 57. Be merciful to me, O Elohim. O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. In the shadow of your wings, I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. I will cry out to God most high, to God who performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. He reproaches the one who would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me. Into the midst of it, they themselves have fallen. Selah. David is in this place of refuge the Lord has provided. Now listen, we are in a generation that's hard to imagine. We are in this generation uh, that will see the return of the Lord. It's a generation where the earth will shake under trouble of uh, the birth pangs. The fig tree Israel has put forth leaves and it's the days of Noah. Oh, what a time this is. And the trouble's going to increase in this generation. And, and it's going to come to our front doors, folks. It's going to be difficult. It really is. What do we do? We learn how to put our faith in, in a deeper way in the Lord. We know how to cry out to him for mercy. Oh, have mercy on me and help me through these troubled times, Lord. These times full of calamities and difficulties. We cry out to the most high God. He's above our troubles. He's above the shaking and the trembling of this generation. Oh, Hallelujah. 
and hallelujah and hallelujah. And, and, and as people come against us, listen, being a follower of Messiah, Messiah Jesus, you know, there was a lady who sang about this. She said she was country before country was cool. Well, guess what? It's not cool to be a Christian anymore. You know, there used to be the moral majority and it used to be cool to be a Christian. Not, not so anymore. It's getting less cool by the second, even in America and all around the world, people are dying for believing in Messiah Jesus. What do we do? We say, what David said when his life was threatened by Saul, be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above the earth. Yes, they're coming for me. Yes, they're digging a net for my feet. They're the ones who are going to fall in it. They're the ones. Trust in the Lord. Turn it all over to him. Cast your cares upon him. Hallelujah. He cares for you. Listen, there's caves and, and, and all kinds of places where, where King David and his men could pop into in this area all around me. And, and, and Saul would walk right by him. There's even a place in 1 Samuel we see where Saul went into the cave David was in to relieve himself. And David could have killed Saul. But he said, no, no, I'm going to turn him over to the Lord. And I'm going to trust in the Lord. If the Lord raised him up, the Lord can bring him down. And that's the way we're going to need to look at things increasingly, folks. That We're not going to take things into our own hands. We're going to put ourselves in the hands of Messiah Jesus. Can somebody say, excuse me, hallelujah and hallelujah and hallelujah. Let's look at the rest of this. Listen, I, I just, there's an anointing of the spirit of the living God with me here. And I'm thankful for that. You know, and, and, and listen, you're going to need to be able to say that in the days that are coming. You're going to need to be able to say, no, I, I know he's with me. Messiah Jesus is with me, and I'm going to stand in him. He's my defense. Hallelujah, I'll not be moved. That's what, that's what he says in Psalm 57. As is, as he's being hunted, like he says, like a bird. And look at this. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. Awake, my glory. Awake, lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations, for your mercy reaches to the heavens and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. See, that is this Christ Jesus we serve. Why? Because he's mercy and truth. He, he's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. He's your refuge. He's your engedi in a place that is increasingly becoming dry and dusty with lots of trouble. He's your source of refuge. He's also a source of living water, which I'm going to talk about in the next segment here at Engedi. Hallelujah to the Lord our God. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above the earth and come down through us into the earth. I pray someone says, Amen. I'm so thankful for how the Lord is blessing our Watch Therefore television program and our ministries, blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. You see, the Watch Therefore message presents the urgency to the lost. Receive Messiah Jesus as Lord and Savior now. It stirs the lukewarm out of lukewarmness and also helps make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus. 
with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and ministry partner John McTurnan and myself, who co-founded it, we're partnering with Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and much more. And then our To the Nations ministry, Poured Out for the Nations. I've been ministering in 10 African countries for over 10 years in America and going into India. Oh, listen, there's so much that we're doing. You can sign up for our monthly newsletter, which I'll share about with you in just a moment. For anyone who's watching that would like deeper faith, stronger faith, and authentic encounters and experiences with the Holy Spirit of the living God to help you abide in Messiah Jesus, know our Father in heaven in even deeper ways, we have something very special we're presenting. It's the Watch Therefore Israel tour in October and then early November. It's about a 10-day tour in 2019. It's going to be so special. What we're doing is putting information up on the screen now so you can find out more. Don't miss our Watch Therefore Israel tour. It is going to be so exciting, so amazing. You don't want to miss it, and it will help you watch Therefore and be ready. I am thankful that the Watch Therefore television program is expanding, and with that expansion also comes an expansion of airtime expenses and production costs. But our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise faithful partners from our viewing audience who want to come alongside with us and lay up their treasures in heaven. Now, first may I say, if you haven't received Jesus as your savior and Lord, please don't send any, any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord even today and enjoy the program, be our guests. But for those who have been born again and want to lay up their treasures in heaven, we say, come on, let's bear fruit that will remain forever together which, with the Watch Therefore message. Now, for those of you who are already partnering, I want to say a big thank you. I thank the Lord for you. We pray for you and trust that he's blessing you. Sign up for our monthly newsletters with the information that's there on the screen, and we'll send you our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly updates so you can pray and help us in our work. Unless we really trust the words of our Messiah Jesus, it's almost impossible to imagine the kind of generation we live in. With the birth pangs, the fig tree putting forth leaves, and the days of Noah all taking place at the same time. Like I said, it's just hard to imagine how difficult it's going to get in this generation. You may think, well, it's already difficult. Well, it's going to get worse fast. But the same kind of grace that was available to Noah is available to us today. And what I do with my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is I teach on how you can be the faithful servant of Messiah Jesus and be very successful regarding eternal kingdom success in this generation. Many are going to be caught off guard, but it doesn't have to be you. So for a donation of any amount, we'll send you our book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to help you watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. I have such an important teaching segment that could be very beneficial for everyone watching today. It begins with a testimony. You see, in the late 1990s, I was introduced to a husband and wife in Jerusalem who are believers in Messiah Jesus, Israeli believers. And they began to share with me the burden on their hearts regarding well-meaning and, and good-hearted believers in Messiah Jesus in the nations, especially in America, 
who are giving uh, collectively millions and millions and millions of dollars to bless Israel, yet very little of it would wind up in the hands of Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. You see, Paul told the Galatians that we should do good to everyone, but especially those of the household of faith. Well, they began to unpack Romans chapter 15, verses 25 through 27. And I'm going to share that with you now. Paul is writing and he says, But now I'm going to Jerusalem to minister to the saints. For it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who were in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things. Their duty is also to minister to them in material things. So Paul is saying to believers in the nations, the gospel from believers, uh, Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, it came from the promised land to you. You have a responsibility in the nations to minister to them in their time of physical need. Now, the reality is, in God's plan, his plan is to bring most of the Jewish people back from the nations unbelieving. And out of that, he's left about 30,000 Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua here in the land amongst about 6 million unbelievers. Yet most of the funds that come in from Christians in the nations go to the unbelieving Israelis, and very little of it comes to the believers. Well, uh, we have a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers, and that came about from this testimony I'm sharing with you. Our co-founding partner, John McTurnan, and I saw this disparity, and we said, we've got to do something. And the Lord began to give us relationships all over Israel in Jerusalem, uh, in, in uh, Tel Aviv, uh, in uh, the nor other northern parts of Israel, in Haifa, and here in the Galilee, and other places as well, with believers who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and much more. And the funds are going, according to the Lord's word, into the hands of the believers. We have precious partners, and I want to say thank you to those who are already supporting us uh, and, and helping the Israeli believers here in the land. We have this ministry where we're doing what the Apostle Paul did. Now think of this. This ministry is an apostolic, prophetic, end times ministry. And those are three terms that are often kind of abused, but this is perfectly scriptural. Why? The scriptures I just read to you and more I'm about to read are from the Apostle Paul. And think of this, Paul was doing these things in the first century, but then they were out of existence until now. 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 1,500 years ago, you couldn't have a ministry like blessing Israeli believers. There wasn't in Israel and there weren't believers here in the land. But now this ministry is back. It's apostolic and it's prophetic. Why? Because the prophets said that the Lord would bring the Jewish people back from the nations. And then he would do something very special that I'm going to share with you in Romans chapter 9, verses 27 through 29. Think of this. Paul the apostle is quoting the prophet Isaiah. And he says, Though the children of Israel be as of the sand of the sea, a remnant will be saved. For the Lord will return and finish the work in righteousness. He will come back. He will stop the Antichrist armies at the end of the tribulation. 
who uh, and, and all of the of the uh, wrath that is falling upon the earth from the Lord, he will come back and judge the earth in righteousness. That's what Romans 9, 27 through 29 says. And with regard to a remnant, you see about six million Jewish people are in the land now. But we see this in Zechariah 13, 8 and 9, that during the time of Jacob's trouble, two thirds will perish in the land and only a remnant will come through it and believe in Messiah Jesus. And that's not popular, but the reality is God is just. God is holy. In Israel and the nations, the Lord warns there's a wide road that leads to destruction and there's a narrow road that leads to life and only a few will walk on that narrow road and find the life of Messiah Jesus. No, the Lord's going to return and pour out his grace and they will look upon him whom they have pierced and lament and mourn. A remnant will receive Jesus as Lord, then he will sit on the throne of David. But right now there's great sin in Israel, homosexuality, abortion, and pockets of hatred of Messiah Yeshua are in the land now. How does the Lord justify this and not pour out his wrath on Israel even now and destroy it? The answer is in Romans 9, 29, where the apostle Paul says, unless the Lord of hosts had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom and Gomorrah. What does this mean? Well, think of this. With regard to Sodom and Gomorrah, the Lord's intention was to pour out his wrath and destroy it. But to do so, he had to take righteous lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah. God is holy and he must do the same with Israel, right? Well, his intention, his prophetic plans are to save a remnant out of Israel. Yet he is holy. How does he justify the sin that is in Israel? How does he justify not destroying Israel today? Instead of taking the righteous out, he has put a righteous seed in to Israel. Who are they? The Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus, about 30,000 out of 6 million Jewish people. Now that is a seed of the righteousness of Messiah Jesus. You know, there's an old saying, there was a man named Henry Blackaby. He, he quoted this. He said uh, in his series, Experiencing God, he said, you find out where God is working and join him in it. Where is he working today in Israel? He's working through the seed of righteousness in the Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. John McTurnan and I say it this way, that beyond prayer uh, for the peace of Jerusalem and other instructions the Lord gives, the best way to bless Israel is to bless the Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus in Israel. They are the ones God has ordained as the seed of righteousness to preserve the land and people of Israel until Messiah returns when all of Israel that is alive at the time of his return will receive him as Lord and be saved. That's a perfect cross-reference to Romans 9, 27 through 29. Uh, and, and in that, Paul says this, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you become wiser in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And all of Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come out of Zion, turn ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Oh, hallelujah. That day is coming and we get to participate 
in the ministry that is apostolic like Paul's in blessing the Israeli believers today. This is an apostolic, prophetic. We can participate in Bible prophecy. End times, we can be very active, not on the sidelines in these end times. How? By blessing the Israeli believers. I want to tell you, this ministry has changed my life and it has blown life into my ministry in the nations. Why? The Bible says the gospel's to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. And as you're faithful to your ministry towards Israel and the Jewish people, the Lord will blow life through other areas of your life and ministry. And not only is it in the book, it's been my personal experience because the book is true. Hallelujah. So I encourage everyone today, look at these passages, Romans 15, 25 through 27, Romans 9, 20, uh, 27 through 29, Romans 11, 25 through 27. Oh, the Lord is going to return. He, he's going to deliver uh, Jacob from ungodliness and take away our sin. And until then, he's left a righteous seed to preserve our land and people. And, and, and you've seen the duty in Romans 15, 26 and 27 that believers in the nations have to bless uh, Israeli believers. I pray that you take hold of this today. It will supercharge your life as it, and I, I'm confident of that because it has so in mind. Now, maybe you're watching today and you haven't even received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're still on the outside of the kingdom of God looking in. And, and I pray that you've heard something today that stirs you to show you you're running out of time. We're running out of time on this broadcast today, but this generation is running out of time. So what should you do? Believe that Jesus the Lord lived a sinless life. He died on the cross for your sins to pay for every time you've lied, cursed God's name, uh, lusted and, and everything else. He died on the cross. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave. What can you do today? You can be very sorry for your sin. You can begin to turn away from your sin in your heart and your mind. Repent and turn to Messiah Jesus. Put your faith in the good news that I just shared with you, that he wants to forgive you. He has paid for your sins. He wants to save you and cry out to him, oh, oh, Lord Jesus, save me, forgive me, give me hope, give me life, and, and, uh, and help me to honor you and honor our Father in heaven. And then uh, trust that he's doing that. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Turn away from your old life. Turn to Jesus. Get into a, a Bible-believing congregation. Get around people who love Jesus and are look for him, looking for him to come and who love Israel. And he'll make a way for you. And there's information at the bottom of our screen. We'll send you some free literature to help you take your first steps in Christ Jesus. Oh, it's been such a blessing to be with you today. Oh, Father in heaven, bless all of our precious viewers. Bless them all, Father. And, and help us now to watch their form be ready, Lord Jesus. Thank you and bless your holy name. Amen. Well, I, I pray the program has been a blessing to you. I encourage you to go to our website. You'll find more information out about blessing Israeli believers. Be able to see the scriptures I talked about and more. And uh, this is the time. Get out of the sidelines and get into the game. Get off the sidelines, get into the game. And remember more than ever now, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. 
I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs. <laughs>